Good morning, I'm Emily Reese, and for our LSS Daily Living segment today, we'll talk about grief. COVID-19 has led to many losses and big changes in our lives. For some of us, this could mean mourning the loss of family, friends, neighbors, uh, but for others, it could mean feelings of grief for the loss of the way life used to be before the pandemic. Marky Goman with uh, Lutheran Social Services Behavioral Health Services discusses how grief can affect us, how to cope, and how to support others who may be grieving. Hi, Marky. Hi, Emily. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. So the death of a loved one causes deep feelings of grief. Uh, what are some other losses that can cause similar feelings? That's a great question. Like you mentioned at the beginning, there's so many different things that can cause um, feelings of grief. Um, any big change, in my opinion, or a transition has the potential to cause similar feelings of loss or grief. So losing a pet or a furry friend that we might have in our life, a divorce or a breakup, whether you're the one that's lost um, that relationship, or if you're a child going through that with your parents, moving out of state, a new job, anything along those lines, just mm -hmm. to name a few. So what advice would you give for coping with those feelings of grief after a loss? I would encourage everyone to remember that grief is not wrong and it's not a problem to be fixed. Instead, it can be really hard, but we have to work to allow ourselves to experience those feelings and to give ourselves permission to feel and not judge ourselves or dismiss those feelings. Typically, when we dismiss our feelings, especially of grief, they'll have a tendency to pop up in other areas of our lives, usually when we don't want them to or when we um, do not expect them. Sure. Uh, so how do we build a new normal after losing a loved one or going through a big change? Absolutely. I I think normal can be a really hard word when we're going through grief or when we're going through change. I think of how with this COVID pandemic, people keep referencing wanting to get back to normal. And we have to remember it's going to be a new normal. It's not going to look the same. It's not going to feel the same as we remembered it pre-February or pre-March. Um, and so I think it's important to give yourself permission to take that time and not rush or be hasty with finding what that is for ourselves. It can be helpful when it's a physical loss to build rituals or memorials to keep that memory alive. Um, if it's a uh, if it's just finding that new normal with a change or a transition in our life, rituals can also still be helpful, like setting new habits for ourselves or ways of connecting with people. It can also be really challenging when we realize that life around us is continuing and we might still be um, sitting in those feelings of grief and loss. And we don't like to think about how everything and people around us are going on, like nothing happened or nothing has changed when for us, our world has shifted. And eventually we'll have to come out of that a little bit and learn to adapt to that life um, without the person or in that new normal, but it may never actually feel normal for us. Yeah. What are some common misconceptions about the process of grieving? Yes, that's, this is my favorite question. I think there's two really big misconceptions that come to mind for me. Um, one is that it's wrong or that it's something to solve, that grief is wrong or it's something to be solved. That's incorrect. 
Um, it's not a problem that we want to solve and it's not wrong to experience the feelings that we have when we've lost something. The other one is, the other misconception is, is that we're supposed to move on or get over it or there's a certain way to go through the transition or to go through that loss. And that's not correct either. Um, I think we all are familiar with Kubler-Ross's stages and those are a little bit outdated and they can kind of set us up to think that we're supposed to go through a linear pattern or we're supposed to feel all of those things. And sometimes we don't. So remembering that there's no right way to process through your grief and that you aren't doing it wrong, even if your friend who's also going through the same thing is experiencing things differently. It doesn't make yours incorrect or you wrong. One of the things, Marky, that I struggle with sometimes, and I think everyone's different when they experience a big loss, but it's how do we help people who experience a big loss? You know, it's really difficult to know what mm -hmm. kinds of things to do for someone who's grieving. Absolutely. Our society sets us up to not want to talk about it. And society also tells us that when we're uncomfortable, we should avoid those feelings or we should try and fix them. Going back to how I mentioned um, a little bit ago about grief isn't something to solve. Uh, when we want to support people, sometimes we fall into that trap of wanting to fix it or solve it for them. And so taking a step back and just showing up for them and remembering that it's not something to solve. We want to show compassion for their pain or their sorrow. And you know your people the best. So show up for them, bring them food, sit with them while they cry, ask them about their loss. Oftentimes we stop asking how they're doing or talking about the person if they physically lost something. Um, and usually that's not something that they mind. They like being asked about it. And the big thing that I would um, encourage us all to do would be acknowledge that you may not know what to say, but you're still there for them. And that's something that you can acknowledge out loud to them of, this is really hard and I don't know what to say for you, but I want you to know that I'm here if you need anything. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the physical distancing that we've had to do during COVID-19 clearly affects the way we're able to support each other in times like these. Uh, so what are some ways that we can stay connected and be there for someone? Oh, that's such a great thing. I've been thinking a lot recently about how funerals and wakes are disrupted and we might not be able to do the traditional rituals that we're used to. Um, and with technology we have at our fingertips now that we've been forced to adapt to, we can stay connected in different ways. Um, and so I think just I think just showing up for them, whether it's through a text message or through a FaceTime, things like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What kind of support can Lutheran Social Service offer people who are grieving right now? The biggest thing that we can offer is to get you connected with an individual or a family therapist to work with you, your family, your spouse, whoever might be going through the grief and whatever that grief might be for you. Um, our providers are able to validate emotions and help you work through the process of grief and um, look at those those tasks instead of those stages. So finding a provider that is empathetic and able to validate your emotions, whether that's in an individual setting or whether it's something you want to work on with your family or a loved one. Marky Goman works with Lutheran Social Services Behavioral Health Service. Uh, Marky, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you, Emily.